Nothing's a coincidence in this world. It's a big privilege to be able to finally conclude the book of Yeshaya, 66 chapters, taken us a long time, very dense, but absolutely fascinating. And there's no coincidence that I'm recording this on Rosh Chodesh, because the final chapter, 66, is what we read on a Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. So it's the Haftorah that we'll read when Rosh Chodesh comes out on Shabbos, Hashamayim Kisi. Chapter 66, let's do it. So said Hashem, the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. Based on that, what house can you build for me? What place could be my resting place? In other words, if I didn't allow you to build a home for me, do you really think you could build a home for me? It's my home, naturally. Um, The whole world is my home. As King Shlomo said, and we quoted in the book of Kings, for if Hashem dwells on earth, in other words, how can we create a home for you and for you to fit? The heavens cannot even contain you. And Hashem continues and says, My hands made all of these, the heaven and earth, my throne, footstool, and all that exists. So says Hashem. For this, even though everything is subject to me, for this I look to. What am I looking for? For the poor and those who don't have spirits, those who are like downtrodden, but fervent for my word. In other words, that's what I'm looking for. People think I'm looking for a palace. No, you know where I find myself in? I find myself in the humble, in the dispirited. That's where I uh, make myself at home. Unlike those who fulfill the word of God, one who slaughters an ox um, as a sacrifice, but without the right intention, is as though he smites a man. One who sacrifices a sheep is like he beheads a dog. There's of zero benefit. Male Mincha, one who presents a meal offering from flour on the altar without intention, is considered as if he offered the blood of a swine. One who burns frankincense, which is one of the, sacri- uh, the things that they bring about in the temple, is comparable to one who's bringing iniquity, sin, mevarech oven. Those who bring these offerings, they're choosing, and they're still choosing their evil ways and their soul desires, they're detestable things. So they think that their act of worship exempts them from other obligations. But no, you still have to be humble. You still have to work on yourself. Now, the various commentaries, some people say this is referring to the Jewish people. Some say that this verse refers to the, to the, the, the Jews. Some say the non-Jews, etc. Therefore, I too will choose their exploits. I will focus on their um, inappropriate actions. And I will bring their fears upon them because I called and nobody answered. I spoke and they did not hear my statements. They performed evil in my eyes and chose not to do which I did not chose to do what I did not desire. Hear the word of Hashem. The word Haredi. What does Haredi literally translate? Those who are passionate for his word, those who are fervent for his word. And those who truly listen, your brethren, those who hate you, or your ostracizers, those who do not want to join you and excommunicate you, have said that for the sake of Hashem, the sake of my name, in our merit, the the Lord will be glorified. They think that everything depends on them, that my whole honor depends on them. But ultimately, we will see your joy 
but they will be embarrassed. Which punishment is this? As we spoke about um, in, in previous, but he gives it a description over here. Kol Sha'on, the sound of a din is to come out of the city of Zion, a sound emanating from a sanctuary. And who's that? what's that sound? It's the Lord who's paying his revenge for his enemies. Beterem tachil yalada. And now he describes the redemption. Before Zion begins to feel the pain of labor, she will already give birth. Before pain comes through, she will deliver a male child. And over here, male is simply the idea of permanence, that this redemption will be uh, a permanent redemption. Who has heard anything like this, like the redemption we're going to see? Who can imagine this? Who's seen anything like it? Will a land complete labor in one day? It's possible for an entire land to give birth in one day? Again, he's using imagery. Is a nation born at one time? Is it really possible? For Zion has labored and those to give birth to her children all at once, so quickly. Will I set Zion on a birthing stool and not help to cause its birth, said Hashem? Will I, who causes the birth of everything, prevent Zion from giving birth? So said Hashem. In other words, I will make sure that the process will go through. Rejoice with Yerushalayim at the birth of its children and all those who love Jerusalem and are currently suffering. You can now rejoice. Be happy with it. All who mourn for the state of the destruction, be gladdened with joy with it. Participate in the celebration so that you may nurse and be satisfied from the breast of its consolation, so that you may suck in the light from the aura of its glory. So again, he's using the imagery of a woman, he's using the imagery of birth, the imagery of a breast, of nursing, etc. Kichai amar Hashem, because so did God say, Behold, I will send peace to Yerushalayim like a river, as I will grant Yerushalayim the perfect blessing, I will bring the wealth of nations like a flowing stream, and you will be nourished from its um, abundance. You will be born on its side like small children and dandled on the knee like infants. Balbir Kaim to Shashu. Three words of comfort in the same verse. Like a man whose mother comforts him with tender words. So will I comfort you. And through Yerushalayim, for which you were mourned, now you will be comforted. And you will see all this amazing redemption, and your hearts will rejoice, and your bones will flourish like grass, like you'll be invigorated. And the hand of Hashem will be known to his servants. And on the other hand, for his enemies, he will rage against him. For behold, at the end of days, Hashem will come and reveal himself, reveal himself in fire. And his chariots will be like a storm to discharge with anger his wrath against all those who cause the Jews pain and his rebuke with flames of fire. For Hashem will judge with fire and with his sword all flesh. And the slain of Hashem will be many. Those who prepare themselves for ritual worship and purify themselves from idolatry in the gardens, following the idol in the center, those who are eaters of flesh and swine, detestable creatures and mice, will perish together. So basically all the people that do the wrong things, they will be destroyed together, so said Hashem. And as for me, 
their actions, their thoughts, and all their plots of idol worship are coming to me in order to gather all the nations and all the, the various nationalities that will come and see my glory. Um, basically, I'll make sure that nothing happens. I will place a sign upon those nations that assemble, and I will send their survivors to send a message to the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, which are all various areas around the Mediterranean, who are drawers of the, of the bow, they are archers, and also to Tuval and Yavan, in Greece, the distant lands of the sea, that have not heard of my fame, did not see my glory, and their messengers will come back and say incredible stories of what I've done for the Jewish people. Now, when coming to Yerushalayim on pilgrimage, the other nations will bring all your brethren from all the nations in the diaspora as a gift to Hashem. They're literally going to bring um, the, the Jews back. On horses and chariots, fancy coaches, mules, camels, to the mountain of my holiness, Yerushalayim, said Hashem, when the children of Israel will bring the offering in a pure vessel, to the house of Hashem. And for them too, from those returning exiles who are found, some of them to be Kohanim or Leviim, I will take them as Kohanim or Leviim. In other words, I'll bring back these Jews who have been lost for generations and I'll appoint them back to the positions they deserve. For just as the new heavens and the new earth that I will make, as we said in the last chapter, will remain before me, so too your descendants and your name will remain forever, so says Hashem. And here's the reference to Shabbos, and that's why we, uh, to Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. That's why we, we lay this on uh, Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. It shall be on each and every new moon, each Rosh Chodesh, and on each and every Shabbos. All flesh will come to bow before me, says Hashem. It's interesting. In the times of the temple, we only showed up to the temple three, four times a year. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to come every Rosh Chodesh and every Shabbos. And everyone's going to come honor Hashem. And when they arrive, they will emerge and see the corpses of the people who are betrayed me as their worm, which eats their carcasses, will not die, and their fire that burns within them will not be extinguished, and they'll be a disgrace for all flesh. Um, that's the actual, the last verse, but because it's such a harsh verse, even though it's referring to the enemies, it's customary to repeat the verse before that, verse 23, again, It shall be that on each and every new moon, on each and every Shabbos, all flesh will come to bow before me, so says Hashem, and so concludes the magnificent book of Yeshaya. And we now move to an entirely different book, um, written quite a bit after Yeshaya, the book of Yirmiyahu. Good luck to all of us.